Welcome to Brain Pain, where we explore the vast world of psychology. Thank you for being here. My name is John. I'm your host. I have a master's in psychology. I am not a therapist, nor is any of this meant to be therapeutic, nor to tell you how to treat anything in particular. We are just here discussing ideas and themes and theories within the world of psychology. So today I was going to talk about just communications, which I probably will later. I'm I'm still going to talk about it a little bit today. But I also need to talk about self-diagnosis. Over the last uh, few months, I've been consciously aware of people who have self-diagnosed themselves with something that you would find in the DSM-5, yet they've diagnosed themselves. For those who may not know, the DSM-5 is a Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. That's the fifth edition. The problem is that most things that we say, oh, we have whatever this is, um, Asperger's, OCD, bipolar, borderline personality disorder. The DSM-5 shows these on a spectrum, which is very useful for diagnosis and for assisting people in applying treatments. But it's not all, in my opinion, it's not an end-all be-all. It's a way to diagnose it in a manner that insurance can pay for it, is how I see it. Don't get me wrong, that's important. But it's a way to code an illness. But this self-diagnosis, what is it really doing? Well, in my humble opinion, for most of the people I see who say, oh, I have OCD, or I have this or that, or I'm this way or that way, it's used as an excuse for what would otherwise be unacceptable behavior. They're saying, you have to put up with this because I'm OCD. You have to put up with this because I'm whatever. And that ties into power dynamics, which power dynamics can be a whole podcast in and itself. It's going to be a whole subject. There's a lot to power dynamics, both interpersonal, professionally, um, when you talk about negotiations for business deals, things like that, whole world of power dynamics within interpersonal relationships. But I'm not going to get too much on that other than to say that this self-diagnosis is a way for someone to gain leverage where they otherwise wouldn't have leverage. Because we, rightfully so, have a tendency to say, hey, we should not shame people who have a mental disorder, which we should not. Um, We should not create a hostile environment for people who have mental illness or, or, or dealing with issues. However, I think that the self-diagnosis causes a lot of problems. A lot deeper than you might think looking at it from a surface level. Now, I study psychology, and it's a passion of mine, but I'll be at work, and I work closely with someone who used, oh, I have OCD, as an excuse for her to behave and try and control other people. And that's exactly what it was. It was an attempt to control others' behavior. It had nothing to do with her or her self-diagnosis. The problem that really lies there is 
twofold. One is for the individual. If the individual really has all these uh, emotions or these issues uh, with their behavior, then they probably should seek professional help to help deal with them and minimize their impact or help them find a way to work through them in their life. So it's, it's masking something deeper very possibly. Because these same people seem to be the people who are drawn to having a lot of drama, um, a, a need for attention, um, on and on and on we go, right? There's a whole bunch of things that it could be. I'm not going to try and diagnose anybody, even a mythical person, uh, from <laughs> this typical type of behavior, but it's, it's stuff I see over and over and over again. Especially in large places of work, you have several people who, and we've seen them, most of us have seen them, they need the attention. They, they have one reason or another that there's always an excuse or a reason for what's going on, and it's never because they've done an outstanding job. It's always because something's not right. Thinking about those people and thinking about what they may be masking, the issues they may be not dealing with by self-diagnosing with these other things. I mean, as someone who studies psychology, even if I were a psychologist, which I'm not, I want to be clear, I would go to another psychologist to help any diagnosis I think I needed. It would be silly to try and diagnose myself because I'm not objective. Even within therapy, psychologists and professional mental health workers have to be aware of transference. A counter-transference is what they call it, where we relate to some item in that person's life and therefore we cannot, cannot become objective. We have to be aware of our prejudices because, again, it may prevent people working in the mental health field from being objective, which is what is needed to assist someone. So if you're someone who doesn't study psychology and really doesn't know anything but a handful of colloquial ideas of what OCD means and you diagnose yourself with OCD, I'm guessing it may be off the mark and there may be other issues that you need to deal with. And in that case, just like I would tell myself or I've told a number of other people has, hey, take a minute and go talk to a professional. Go see a professional and have them help you decide what's going on. And if you really need help or if you're just dealing with something that will work itself out. Typically, a professional can be of help even if it's something temporary, especially if it's something temporary that has come up that you need to deal with. Now, the bigger problem as I see it. Everyone in my office space knows that that individual did not have OCD, that they were simply using it to try and force other people to behave in a manner they wanted them to behave in. A casual look at the DSM-5 and what is required to qualify as OCD shows clearly she did not have OCD. So what does that do? Well, I study psychology, so I know OCD is a thing. I know it's a real thing that people struggle with. But yet, when someone tells me, oh, I've got OCD, I dismiss it without knowing. I have to stop myself and say, hey, this person may really have OCD. But I've heard too many people who have self-diagnosed tell me about all the problems that they have and all the problems they're experiencing with their self-diagnosed whatever it is, that it really, in my humble opinion, sets back how we perceive mental health in the United States. When we can sit there and say, hey, I read something on the internet, it's just like going to WebMD. You know, you have a cough. When you look it up, when you get done looking at WebMD, 
you think that you probably have the most rare form of viral infection with a 95% death rate or something. Same thing with reading an article on the internet or listening to some guy on a podcast say, hey, this is OCD. Oh, well, I picked this and this, so I have OCD. Well, maybe you do. But when you look at the statistics, statistically, it's unlikely. Or it's unlikely that you present at the far end of the spectrum of which you're talking. I do know a number of people that I suspect are presenting on the spectrum of uh, Asperger's. And they're very, they function okay. They do really well, but they have very distinct characteristics that say, man, that just screams Asperger's. But they do not use it as an excuse to control other people. They simply go about their business, not worried about what they may or may not have. And and some of them may be, some of them may actually be diagnosed. I don't know because they haven't chose to share that with me and that's okay. But the thing is, these are not the people who are seeking attention, nor are they trying to control other people. They're simply trying to get through their day and do the things they need to do. So when someone sees them, they go, yeah, that person has a problem. But is it, quote, real, end quote? Well, yeah, it's real. But It's easy to take mental health with a grain of salt if everyone around you has a self-diagnosed mental illness that only seems to rear its head when it benefits the individual talking about how they have it. I really think that behaving in that way of self-diagnosis and actually trying to portray it as real is very detrimental to the mental health care in our society. My opinion. Now, I'm not talking about the person who once in a while makes a joke and they do something and in that instant they go, oh, I must have OCD. I'm not talking about that as a self-diagnosis. I'm talking about someone who claims it uh, when they want to modify your behavior. Now, that being said, the communications aspect of this comes into play where the statistics on how we communicate can make this even, even worse. So let's just start with the fact that like 95 to 99% of our communication with another human being is unconscious. It's stuff that we don't consciously pay attention to, but it's things like body language, how, whether someone makes eye contact or does not, or what kind of eye contact they make, right? what they're doing with their hands, the way they speak or their speech patterns. If that's the case, and we're only 1% to 5% conscious of our communication, then when someone tells us they have some self-diagnosed mental illness or mental challenge, we may determine that that is false automatically. Um, Because if 95% of communication is unconscious or unintentional, roughly that translates to about 90 to 95% of your decisions being unconsciously or automatically made based on previous experience. That's a pretty big deal. 
So if, if you come to me and, and you behave in a manner that I've seen before with people that have lied to me unconsciously, whether I want to believe you or not, I may go, oh, they're lying to me. Unconscious decision. And so when someone comes with a self-diagnosis, we may make similar determinations. Or if, if someone comes and they are diagnosed, if they've been diagnosed with something, then we still may dismiss that because of our previous experience and we go into an automatic decision-making mode. So knowing all these things, that's, that's why I really believe that we really need to stop with the self-diagnosed mental illness to manipulate others. It's unacceptable to me. But people do it because you can't question it. Oh, can you imagine... Imagine the fallout if you're standing at work and someone next to you says, you know, I have OCD. Now, you know that that person on a normal basis does not display anything that we relate to OCD. You, let's say you've read the DSM-5 and you know what those, what the requirements are. But for this one instance, they're claiming it and you call them out on it. You might as well just walk down to HR and say, hey, human resources people, I really didn't like my job because we're not allowed to call out people who are faking or people that we suspect, right? I'm not talking about embarrassing someone, but saying, hey, you know, who diagnosed you? Oh, now, wait a minute. We can't ask that because they have privacy and HIPAA and all those things, but Yet, the individual may not have been diagnosed, but they're claiming a diagnosis and need for special treatment. So we need to either, in my opinion, again, this is all my opinion, we need to either A, well, I think we need to do a combination of things. A, quit claiming your self-diagnosis, those people who are. B, have a proper way to address someone you believe has not been diagnosed who's claiming a diagnosis. If you can imagine a manager trying to navigate this, this is one of those protected things. But at the same time, if you're trying to leverage the resources of work or people around you, shouldn't you be responsible to at least know the diagnosis that you are claiming is real? Not that we have to have any other details, not that we have to have, not that we can discriminate, not that we can do any of those things. But I should at least know if I'm making uh, special concessions for you that this is a legitimate claim and not a waste of resources or time or energy or just a way to control other people. All right. Well, that's my thoughts on the subject. I'd be interested to hear yours. You can reach me at john at brainpain.us. So that's J-O-H-N at brainpain.us Well, as always, I want you to take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Rock on. Rock on.